0: Hello, and thank you for tuning in to yet another episode of The Shock Factor, where I, Stephen Shock, take you on a college baseball journey, joined by the wonderful Jake Mintz and the beautiful Jordan Schusterman.
1: Mm.
0: How are oh, we wow. doing this week, fellas? I mean, I know, Jordan, Steven. you're probably doing great now.
1: <laughs> I am now. Stephen, I know we have to let uh, Jake back in on the podcast party. Uh, that we we threw without him last week, but it's Jake. It's great to have you back. How are you, my friend? I'm good.
2: Uh, Shock? How can he be beautiful? You got you didn't even play college baseball. He's a fraud. <laughs> he got
0: the beauty sleep. That's how. Mm. That's hey, how we hey, woke hey. up shaking every day
2: <laughs> in the morning. We we got up at
0: 5 a.m. to lift and stayed ugly. Yeah, because God knows the weights know when it's early. <laughs> That's for sure,
1: <laughs> uh, gentlemen. We're back, all three of us. Very excited to be back here on this episode of Shock Factor. Steven, um, there was one big theme. First of all, by the way, thank you to S2 Cognition for sponsoring our wonderful podcast. I don't know if we have a fake sponsor later on, but still shout out, <laughs> shout out to <laughs> S2 for continuing to support us. Um, uh, you but Steven, real warm. There was a Yeah, there was a very uh, clear theme this weekend in the baseball world, uh, and that is that uh, our sport, particularly in college, Except for the goofy uh, Shriners classic. It's played outside. We outside! (laughs) We outside! We outside! (laughs) outside! 99% of the time. And uh, that played a difference uh, this weekend because it was was raining quite a bit. Stephen Shock, wasn't it?
0: Everybody knows playing college baseball is impossible with damp feet. So that really put a damper on most guys days. I know I personally could not perform when my feet were wet. I don't want
2: trench foot. Call me crazy. All right? I love I love the rain. I loved I loved playing in the rain. As someone who wasn't very good, I always felt like the rain was an equalizer, right? It made <laughs> others uncomfortable. I thrived in the wet and the awful. That was my <laughs> realm to shine. But this weekend, you know, Baseball's getting soft, and they canceled. this is cancel culture—canceling all these games and pushing a lot of them back to Saturday or to Sunday or to Monday or, in some cases, getting it all done before the rain showed up. But the theme of this whole ep- episode is we're going to get hashtag wet. And we're going to just—before we, before we talk about anything else, Shock, uh, rain delay experiences— Are there any that stand out for you in your career of passing time during a rain delay?
0: Um, my biggest rain delay memory, this was like, I don't even know if I was on the team at this juncture, but it it was my dear friends at Appalachian state university were stuck in a rain delay. And my friend, Travis Holden, he had a killer mustache just like you still does to this day, Jake. And, uh, he decided to hit a fake home run around the bases and dive into home. And it was a video that like ESPN tweeted out, like all these big accounts tweeted out and like went pretty viral. Like the umpire called him out at home, which was cool. Cause you know, I have a tendency to believe some umpires are dorks. Some, I'm not saying all, and I'm not saying you shouldn't umpire. There's a shortage right now. Go out, do it. People need jobs. But it it was one of my favorite memories, just to watch. A lot of the time, me in the rain was just me being bitter, having soggy fingers. Obviously, having better grip on underwater objects, but believe it or not, that didn't come into play
2: often. Mm. True, Jordan. Any rain delay memories that you have of, of, of watching games? Yeah, that's a good question. I,
1: I I feel like uh, I feel like it's it's something. I know we've we've talked in past episodes about the actual action of playing in the rain, right? But the delay really is something that is just that feeling when the umps start waving and they just give, they just give up, and you know that you, you have you, – well, I should say you don't know how long you're about to be there for, right? And that moment of thinking like, oh, boy, is this going to be 30 minutes? Is this going to be three hours? Is just such a – and this is true at all levels of baseball, but in college too when there's other goofy things at play – uh, it, it really just is, is, is a, a very unique uh, sporting experience is watching everyone called off the field.
2: I'm going to say two things that might be contradictory, but I believe them both. Number one, the rain delay when the ump waves their arms and the game is stopped, what that does is it drops the facade of the entire experience, especially when you play small school college baseball, right? Because if you're playing in some backwoods, middle of nowhere, Illinois town, but you're with your boys and you're wearing baseball pants and you're all hyped up and ready to go. And you're in the action. You might as well be at Yankee stadium, right? Because you're in the game and you're in the moment and you're riding the wave. But the second that the ump waves his arms. Okay. You're now in Jacksonville, Illinois, and you have to just fucking sit there for the foreseeable future. Okay. That's what that does. It, it breaks the third wall. Okay. The second thing though, To take a a page out of the Stephen Shock playbook, rain delays in college baseball are what college baseball is all about. When Uh you're playing and you're just out there getting wet with your friends (laughs) and you're just hanging out. Those are the moments I wish I could go back to. Rain delay, we didn't even have a clubhouse. Okay, we're like sheltering under the dugout overhang. You know, the freshmen are like wetter than the people who were playing. I mean, that's for me. People are hiding in the bathrooms and the press box. Like that, to me, that's baseball, Steven
0: (laughs) Shaq. That's a a great point. Now that I think about it, one of my, uh, you know, I don't measure my baseball career on success or failure, but I measure it on how many people I made laugh, especially my teammates because that's what I valued most. I wanted people to remember playing with me like, you know, was he good? Was he bad? Who gives a shit? He made me laugh. And I remember we were playing Clemson. I ate three bananas, peel and all. Just like casual banana eating. And when it's raining and you're trapped in a dugout and it's like, wow, I have to be with this kid for a little bit longer. You're going to laugh. So I got, I got some pretty good laughs. Coach Brian O'Connor laughed at it. I mean, he might have thought, wow, Steve, you're a moron, which he knew. He knew it deep right. down in his heart. But I was a lovable moron, you know.
2: Right. When you're, when you're performing in that moment, you're not just performing. Like You're used to performing for the other people who don't play. But in that moment, you're getting the starters are, are locked in, the coaches are locked into you. So like for me, I would say my two best memories. One is playing tic-tac-toe mm-hmm. against the other team on a ball and throwing it back and forth. always in, a, reg- in a regional game. Uh, it was just hilarious. <laughs> And then now, the other was
1: that ball. I assume this was like a BP ball or something. Yeah, it was just some was BP ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, it's
2: not like you threw it back in and then you used it. After. Yeah. <laughs> but... And because we were like ass, like an asshole smart school, right? We started writing math equations on the ball and tossing them mm. into the other dugout to have them <laughs> solved. <laughs> um, and then the other one that stands out is Upside Down Man. Stephen, Schock, Do you know about Upside Down Man? I I do know a thing or two
0: because I've seen a thing or two. But yeah. To the average listener who may not know what Upside Down Man is, Jake, could you uh, elaborate just a little?
2: Yeah. So, you know, there are certain uh, creatures in the wild that are, their existence is not confirmed, merely rumored. I'm speaking, of course, about the Abominable Snowman or Sasquatch, you know. And they're
0: blurry. They're blurry. And they're
2: blurry. And, you know, it really just reports. And that's what (laughs) Upside Down Man is. Upside Down Man is when you put your pants on your hands and your shoes, your pants on your chest, and your shoes on your hands, and your jersey on your legs, and you run around. (laughs) Now, I'm wondering if you Google
1: Upside Down Man, will you get what we're talking about? I'm actually curious. It's going to be a little live. Upside Down Man baseball? (laughs)
0: Upside Down Uh, Man baseball reveal.
1: Yes, yes. Perfect, perfect. You will see exactly what we're talking
0: about. <laughs> you want to you know the scariest thing about Upside Down, man?
2: He, what he does to his victims.
0: <laughs> I was going to say, anytime he appears, it's like Beetlejuice. You know, you say Beetlejuice three times, and then all of a sudden, Be- close, and all of a sudden, <laughs> BJ shows up. But you play Rain Makes Corn and Corn Makes Whiskey, and then when oh yeah, it rains, it pours back to back that's when Upside Down Man comes out to
1: play. Yeah. Here's what I'll say. Here's what I'll say What Upside Down Man. The first <laughs> time you see it, it is a little unsettling. I have to tell you. And so I'm just, this is just a, 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 a content warning for when you, when you Google this. But in, this is so perfect, guys. I, I, I Googled it, and the first thing is a, a YouTube video with 18,000 views from March 2009. <laughs> Baseball rain delays, Upside Down Man. God, it And sucks. then the, the, the description is, little rain delay during the 2008 Atlantic Sun baseball tournament.
0: That's what college baseball is all about, baby. Yes, it Bel- is.
1: Belmont pitcher Eric Diaz performs the Upside Down Man to the delight of everyone in the crowd. Why is it talking uh, like it's the 1920s? This is textbook, by the way. If yeah. you watch this video – which again, you should find very easily. <laughs> it is a incredible performance from from Eric. <laughs> it is, but I have to say again, pretty disturbing.
2: <laughs> it's really disturbing the first time you see it. I want to punch it. You
1: agree with me, right? It's it's a very, <laughs> it's a very very strange. <laughs> you know, when you first <laughs> see it Upside down, down,
0: man, your first instinct is I'm gonna fight it. Don't fight it because it's just some college dipshit.
1: That's all it is. Um <laughs> so that you're right, but but there's so many things you can do while, and and by the way, we're going to get to another one uh, later in our beyond D1 segment. Um, I don't want to spoil that. Um but, <laughs> but if, <laughs> But yes, I am very glad that we got to talk about upside down man. Now, one of the thing, look again, we promised you, you, you want to talk about
2: You want to talk about the college baseball well, teams. Well, or? we can talk about college baseball. So so
1: again, last week we were like we're not going to talk about Tennessee. Well, this week we are going to talk about Tennessee because they lost. Oh my god. Can't they believe lost that. the series to Kentucky. But we're not even going to talk about that. Although, shout out to Kentucky because obviously that's a pretty dope series win.
2: Any given Saturday in the SEC, it just <laughs> means Moss. Live Moss. It just means mass.
1: Uh, but the, the, the other part of rain-related conversation we want to talk about is that they had a game uh, during this series – that was suspended and pushed to be continued, the continuation, the resumption of the suspended game on Saturday. And I think this is something also that is is part of the the rain delay experience when a rain delay turns into a suspension and turns into a see you at 11 a.m. Hey, you standing on second base, you're going to run right back out there, and you standing on the mound, you may probably will not be still pitching. (laughs) But there's all kinds of weird things. Honestly, Jordan, this is what
2: jury duty has been like for me. (laughs) Everything we're doing, pause it. Okay. Pause it. We're going to do
1: it tomorrow. We're going to come back. back. We'll knock it out tomorrow. Jake, speaking of jury
0: duty, tell everybody on that's listening about your case. It should help you get
2: out. Absolutely. So uh, (laughs) have you seen Pirates of the Caribbean?
0: So Johnny Depp, Johnny Depp. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. (laughs) <laughs> um, no, so you're
2: right. Everything just resumes the next day. It's very bizarre. Um, I once played a continuation game in a regional where the score was six to six after two innings, and they <laughs> they bang, they banged it to unbang it in the morning. And we need a different we need a
1: different term for pausing because banging is like it's over. Right, but you can unbang it. Are you, oh, okay. Oh, so you're unbang. You're saying that you're that's what the unbang is.
2: Unbang. Like. And then it, we had zero zeros on the board for the remainder of the game, and it went 14.
1: After you resumed it. After
2: right? we resumed it the next day.
1: Yeah. That's uh, a shock. Do you, now, again. Did you do, like, like same way? spots? Like, hey, oh, we got to go where you were yesterday. Yeah. Like, <laughs> how do you did – you, did you play any uh, continued games where you had any superstitions along those lines? I
0: didn't have any superstitions along the same spots because typically – a continuation game for me, it was, you know, we were playing a rainy game, and this happened a lot of the time at schools that I played at where we weren't the best baseball team. And so a lot of the time, you know, the game got canceled, and it's like, hey, we're going to pick up tomorrow. By the way, you're still losing by 11 runs when we start <laughs> That's tomorrow. tough. It's like, look, let me just be wet and lose. Just get it over with, rip the Band-Aid off so tomorrow can be a new day. Instead, you're going to make me remember all the things that got us to this terrible score and continue. And then, by the way, when we're done that, guess what we're going to do? We're going to play again. Sure.
1: <laughs> we're going to play sure. again. But would you rather do that or sit around for three hours and finish it the same day? Because this is the other thing where it's like you're losing. Oh, we're just going to sit around and wait to finish it. What's worse?
0: Uh, I think it's worse doing the continuation the next day because you got to sleep on it and all this stuff. And then you you do also, the whole warm-up. Whole warm-up you would do for a nine-inning game, but you're only playing three
1: innings. It's like, okay, all right. Also, to the point about sleeping on it, you know, normally in a baseball game, it only goes so long. You're only losing for a couple hours. Yeah. But <laughs> if, if you suspend the game, I'm just now losing for like 14 hours. I'm in this perpetual state of, of – being a loser, yeah, it's can't
0: like be that, happy. that.
1: That anxiety of being down in a game and being like, "Oh God, we're losing." Like you are just, you're just sitting in it. You're sleeping in it.
0: Especially if you play for one of those hard-o coaches who's like, "Hey, if we're losing, no fucking fun. You can't be happy." <laughs> right. It's Bus
2: like, ride home right. is quiet. Like right. wet were, eggs in the morning. All losing. quiet yeah. wet
1: eggs. You can't say, "Oh, we lost. Flush it. Move on to the next one." Like. I am still losing right now. Like you're just All right boys, down
2: 11. We're down 11 today. Let's just like, let's see what we could do. Crazier things have happened.
0: <laughs> it's like yeah, not here. This is Binghamton. This is Binghamton, New York. Crazy things <laughs> fa- happen here and
2: <laughs> the facade has been dropped. I'm in Binghamton. <laughs>
1: <laughs> exactly. All right, that uh that's that's it for our well, there's some other rain delay stuff, but let's move on to some actual baseball chatter uh jake vince i know that a few uh weeks ago we talked about the what they call it, the govern. is it the governor's cup is that correct did i did i get that right about, i don't know uh, i'm from the north mississippi state uh yeah, Stephen Schock, can you confirm that
0: in europe i believe it's the parliament cup but here it's it's the governor's cup i believe
1: <laughs> okay so so uh, basically, we talked about that, and, and that was a, an interesting series. They played Ole Miss in Mississippi State, played four games, not three. I mean, they played three uh, in Oxford, and then they ended up splitting. And at that stage, uh, a couple of weeks ago, it was like, oh, boy, this is these teams. We thought, you know, we got the defending champs and the team that was number one at one point. What's going to happen? Well, since then, these two teams have gone in uh, fairly different directions, uh, and we're going to talk about it right now. Uh, which which one would you like to begin with, uh, gentlemen? Because uh, old is, Mi-
2: old miss.
1: Let's go. Let's begin with old it's miss. It's an E. God.
2: <laughs> oh, sorry. <my laughs> bad.
1: No, but, but when yeah, you're, you're talking just... about Tim El- when you're talking about Tim Elko, though, it is a
2: it is a hard D there for, <laughs> for, for old miss. Uh, shouts out shouts out to all the moms at um at the Rebels game today. Old misses. Old miss. Happy Mother's <laughs> Day
1: to you. Now, as they, uh, as, as, look, if you look in the standings, we're still not feeling that good, but they did just sweep Mizzou and wow, that's yeah. congratulations. That's on short for Mizzou. Missouri.
0: Just so, just <laughs> so everybody knows.
2: Missouri.
1: you have a problem with that, Chuck?
0: I just don't fucking get it. If you're going to shorten something, take out more than two letters, you know? Oh, so you have no problem with the Z. Yeah, well, I don't, understand, out... I don't understand that either, but I get it. It sounds similar.
2: They would be no. – if they took out less, it would be miss, and then it would be miss against <laughs> Ole Miss, like New England. Or miss.
1: Like, should they be <laughs> – they can't be – exactly. That's why it's confusing. Fair. Fair. So, anyway, so they, they, they sweep Missouri. Okay, well, is that something to be that excited about? Are the worst in the SEC? No, maybe not. But they are still alive. They're still alive, Ole Miss, while they are still in sixth place in the SEC West. They're still alive. Unlike – the Mississippi State Bulldogs, who uh, just got uh, swept at home by Florida, and this is the defending champs. Now I don't know historically. This is more of a question for for you know Mark Ethridge and, and Rooney and Mike Rooney and all those guys. And but how often does the defending champion not make the postseason in Division One baseball? That can't be very often, right? I, I'm assuming that doesn't happen very often.
0: I don't believe so. It, it feels like the Madden curse.
2: It's very Florida Marlins fire sale energy. <laughs> yes,
1: except the sale was Landon Sims UCL blowing out. Oh. And, <laughs> and everyone getting drafted. And everyone getting drafted. Now, I will say their final two SEC series are Texas A&M and Tennessee. Okay. So maybe if they sweep both of those, that would get them to – 15-15, uh, and 15. but that's seeming pretty unlikely at
2: this stage. Also, they could win the tournament. Don't forget.
1: Uh, I guess, right? Does everyone gets in. So it just no. means
2: more. If you win the SEC tournament, you get an auto-bid would... to the so maybe, Super Regional. Maybe,
1: maybe we are burying them too soon, so forgive us. But the main thing here is, like, I'm just bummed. My main takeaway here is, if this is not going to be a postseason team, it sucks, because Duty Noble seems like a blast and i would like to watch more baseball games happen there and i feel like that is looking very unlikely at this stage i agree yeah so that 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 just bumps me up. uh but jake do you have any other mississippi state takes
2: i tip my cap uh to to the juniors who are basically seniors and to the seniors who are seniors uh it's weird it's a weird phenomenon right like this kind of happened with my alma mater who went to the College World Series in D3 and then a lot of people left. But the people who stayed behind then suffered an awful season where the team was bad, right? And and you were both part of a team that won the first national championship in Mississippi State's case and then a team that was like <sighs> – <laughs> So even though your final memory is bad, it doesn't negate the entirety of the experience. It's like when you break up with someone. You know, like, just because the end is bad doesn't mean you didn't love your time together. You know what I mean, Stephen?
0: Yeah, sure. I mean, you still got a ring. You still got a <laughs> ring that, I don't know, like, 281 other schools didn't get. That's very and, true. Yeah. And, you know, Coach Lamones, if you're listening to this, if you want to pay me to come throw a BP, light some fire under your guy's ass, I, I can do that. I
2: but what's weird now is like now that now what right like they're playing the rest of the season like they're not just gonna go home they do certainly feel dead but they are are they gonna like compete against Tennessee or is I, it gonna be well, like – well
1: that's that, that's a good question right um, and A and M obviously gonna be they're they're trying to win every game right now too but the Tennessee series will be very interesting because. I don't know if Tennessee will really have much to play for. In terms it's like of Tennessee resting at its
2: starters. Like, it's going to Yeah, host. like, I
1: doubt they would, but maybe they would. But, they, but at the same time, like, if I've been watching, as we've talked about, if I've been watching Tennessee and I'm on any other team, of course I'm going to beat them. <laughs> like, come on. Who cares if my season's over? Like, I want to beat those guys. So... Uh, you know, and hey, I guess yeah, maybe maybe a miracle Hoover run is, is in store. But, yeah, so you want the blue um,
0: shell in last place in Mario Kart, last lap, nothing <laughs> matters. But you want to throw something at the first place team, kind of piss that's them a, off.
1: That's a great, that is an extremely good way to put it. Uh, so Mississippi State, we salute you. Obviously still a fun team. And hey, maybe, maybe this is way too early, but it is it is not looking uh, not looking great for the Bulldogs. Uh, Quick little ACC chatter. Uh, We want to talk about ties because we had the rare Division I tie. Let's
2: get fancy. Put our ties on. Let's put our Yeah, This
1: is a a tie-required podcast. Louisville and Wake Forest played a pretty crazy series. Obviously, two very offensive clubs. Uh, I believe Brock Wilkin hit three homers in the Saturday game. And then today, they played. It was 5-5. They finished the 12th. I know, Jake, you were watching this game. Were you watching this game live when it ended? Yeah, here's what happened, ready? Yeah, tell, so, describe subscribe to me because I missed this.
2: I have my new cockpit set up where I got another screen and I'm just sitting in my baseball, you know, uh, sensory deprivation chamber. And I've got like eight games on. I've got half, one screen's MLB, one screen's college. And I'm like, oh, wow, this game's going into the 13th, like the final out of the 12th. And I go and I take a poo-poo um, <laughs> and I come back and it's like the ACC, your event has ended screen. Like, and I'm wait, like, what, huh? And how? I go to D1.com. Scores, by the way. Good place to go. What a page. What a page. What, what, a, what, a, what a big page. And I search Wake Forest it says 5 to 5. I'm like, oh, that's got to be a typo. Like, they didn't update the stats. Nope. Turns out you're not it's allowed over. to start an inning after 445 uh, in the ACC on a Sunday. Because it's the Lord's Day, I guess. <laughs> to go to Mass.
1: Yeah. That's uh, – I don't know what Bible verse that is, mostly because I'm Jewish, but there's some Bible verse about not starting uh, an inning after 4.45 p.m. John 3:16, yeah. I
2: believe. Um, so. I believe that that's not it. But, you know, <laughs> it was just a weird sight of, like, the roles in baseball when a game is over are very defined, right? The losing team stares into the distance for about six seconds, picks up their stuff, and walks <laughs> down the line. The winning team hops out of the dugout and slaps some skin and then heads mm-hmm. down the line – and is happy. In this scenario, neither team really knew what to do because it didn't seem like anybody on either team had ever experienced a tie like this in their lives. And so it was – everyone looked really bummed. It was very funny. Whereas in like English soccer, right, that's standard. So dudes know, Super how, to, normal. know how to handle the tie. These gentlemen did not.
1: No, I, it's super bizarre. I, I think don't, the I don't only know in Shock, have you ever tied? No, nope, never, tie?
0: never done it. But I imagine if I did, I would just yell, eh, it could be worse. And then that is how <laughs> I would handle it. And then I'd pack up my cleats, go to the hotel room, and lock myself in my chamber and watch Comedy Central. But hey, guys. Hey, boys. We could have lost. <laughs> we could have gotten shit pumped today. We didn't. Didn't lose today. <laughs> it's a good draw on the road. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's a great draw Yeah, really.
0: Mom said yeah. we gotta come home for dinner though So,
2: we're tied <laughs> Bye guys Sorry, I gotta get home, it's Mother's Day
1: <laughs> So just like <laughs> man, That's true
2: Yeah, I don't know, super, super
1: bizarre I don't totally uh, understand Also, like, how is that How have we never seen, I guess they normally start at noon And that's plenty of time But, again, 12 innings does not feel like That's just yeah. a lot of baseball to play to not have a winner So, Especially in a rubber match, that's the other thing which is super unfortunate for them. You know, right. it was, right? You know, uh, or, 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 yeah, you it was because
0: uh, Wake Forest won on Saturday. Louisville won on Friday, I believe. Well, one, one person of that one team won one day, one team won the other day. They, <laughs> yes. No yes. team won both days. But,
2: I am. I'm pro Thai. I'm pro tie. Um, more ties, more you know, ties more. dude. Thai food's great. Like, that's true.
0: Dude, I would, love getting man. fancy. You would love private Catholic high school if you're pro Thai
2: huge on it sounds sounds actually like i wouldn't all right so <laughs> the last thing we want going to talk about before we hop into show and go and a word from our sponsor Uh-oh. our fake sponsor uh we want to talk about the pac-12 for those of you who don't know there are five power five schools um and four of them we talk about that's going to be the big 10 the big 12 the acc and the sec and the, yeah. the last one is the pac-12 and that's in a place in america called the west Okay, In the pac I believe West it's called. West and Utah. Is it the
0: place where, <laughs> like, if you won the Oregon Trail, you ended up there? Yes. Is it, like, that area? Okay. Yes,
2: yes. Okay. Now—
0: I, I got you now.
2: In all seriousness, we're not denying that there are, there are good baseball teams in the Pac-12. In fact, uh, the most recent D1 Baseball Top 25 has a number of teams from the Pac-12 ranked in the Top 25— some of them will probably host regionals. Oregon State, shouts out to them. Stanford might host a regional. Oregon could host a regional. But we're here to UCLA talk about is pretty good. UCLA is pretty good, even though they got swept by Washington randomly this weekend. I have not watched an inning of Pac 12 baseball in about two months. And the reason for that is I'm lazy and none of the games are on the ESPN Plus situation. And I'm not going to venture beyond. It means more town to watch It Means Less Baseball.
0: Duh.
1: <laughs> so obviously some people listening are saying, wow, how arrogant of yes. him. But, I mean, look, this is why people make a big deal out of these, out of these uh, you know, networks and channels and, and, and these package deals because it's an access thing. And while I remember being skeptical that like, this made a difference when it comes to – the you know the actual selections and the seating and like respect for west coast baseball but like it has to make a difference when it's just harder to watch and you can only of course coaches know each other and of course coaches there's regional advisory committees where coaches are seeing these teams and it's not like people you can't watch them but it definitely does make a difference
2: the broadcasts suck relatively (laughs) like if i want to watch a baseball game Oregon State is not overwhelmingly better than, like, a team in the SEC that's worth the dip in broadcast quality. And what that what that means is at the end of the day, like, people don't watch it as much. And so it's harder to comment on it because the experience isn't as good. And, like, that's not to say that these teams aren't good. Like, one of these teams is going to make it to Omaha. It happens every year. Arizona, yep. Stanford, Oregon State. Or, like, so one of these teams is going to get there. And we're going to go to Omaha, and we're going to see them, and we're going to be like, who are you guys? Nice to meet you. <laughs> What, what do you, you guys do? You know, but yes. it, they're not worst. Obviously, every major leaguer is from freaking California for a reason, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, as a consumer of college baseball, it has been a huge impediment to me getting interested in West Coast baseball, and which is weird because, like, we love late-night MLB games, Jordan, and I feel right, like...
1: Right, right. It's not necessarily a time zone thing, but... It does make a difference, I would say. So, I think for the average fan, though, that's also part of it, right? Um, But for us, that's not that's not the reason. It's more about the access. Shock. What do you think about yeah? I mean, the disrespect.
0: I don't know about everybody else, but me personally, maybe I ate paint chips as a kid. Maybe that's what it is. But I'm a very one to two click type of person. I want to be able to plop down on my couch, turn on the ESPN app. And click the games that I love, the games that I want to see. You know, whether it's an East Coast game or a West Coast game. I love college baseball; that's that's well known. But tuning into those broadcasts, I don't know if it's because I only tune in during nighttime, when you know I've already had my Earl Grey tea because I'm a health freak, and you know I'm a little sleepy because you know Big Steve's got to get his naps in, and. I don't know if that's it, it's just the time I'm tuning in, or what it really is, but just the games, they're, they're harder to see, they're harder to see, and it, it makes it tough, because I like to think of myself as someone who can bring some pretty good exposure to college baseball, not to toot my own horn or anything like that, because I'm not like all about myself, but... When it's hard for me to find the games, that's when it becomes tough to share moments from those games. Because it's like, okay, if I see a clip on Twitter, I'll click that and share that. But mm-hmm. the odds of me seeing a clip are, are pretty low because I'm not watching the game looking for those clips. Because most of the time mm-hmm. when I tweet a clip of a game, it's like something that I just saw. So I go to the team's page. I turn on Twitter notifications for that team because I'm like, okay, this play was sick. I'm going to share it. They're going to share it first because that's how I get my videos. Or I'll just record my TV screen. But if I can't have those games on, if I can't find those games, it's going to be you know, a little bit harder to show off the cool stuff in the games because I'm not.
1: Yeah. I mean, in. man, we're really getting how the sausage is made at Big Donkey 47. You really are. You really are. That's how it is. Uh, but, no, you're, you're totally right. All that said, Oregon State seems really freaking awesome. <laughs> They're they really have, good. They're really good. Uh, they have, Cooper Jerpy is uh, very possibly going to be the first college pitcher selected uh, in this year's draft. Um, I mean, Daniel Susack, Dylan Beavers, like these guys. Brock Jones could still – I mean, eh, Brock Jones could still be a first-rounder. We'll see. But these are great baseball players, and it's just a matter of, you know, we're, we're just not seeing them as easily, and that's, and that's frustrating. But anyway, and, and I will also say that, like, you know, it probably doesn't help that you know arizona state some of these other flagship programs are not good yeah that doesn't (laughs) help arizona state is arizona state is 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 just really not good and ucla is is i think pretty good but you know has has been a little disappointing so that also probably doesn't help but anyway uh we just wanted to at least acknowledge since i'm sure there's some all people wondering
0: we still love you like
1: it's not that Uh, we're going to take a quick break and hear from our fake sponsor and then we will return with a little show and go and then go beyond D1.
2: Today's podcast is brought to you by Upside Down Man. Is it pouring? Is that field sloppy and soaked? Are you the team clown that everyone expects to be funny when they're bored? Does that bother you sometimes? Actually, let's discuss this later at therapy. Anyway, make sure you try Upside Down Man. Take those pants off remove that uniform, and flip those bad boys around. Your shoes? Put them on your hands. Duh. Now go run around out there in the mucky wet outfield and put on a show until this game gets canceled. Upside Down Man. It's like man, but the other way around. Upside Down Man.
1: Thank you, Upside Down Man, for
0: sponsoring. Can I add a potential tagline for Upside Down Man? (laughs) Absolutely. Upside Down Man. You're gonna hate the way you look, I can guarantee it. <laughs> I disagree. <laughs> Your boys might know. like it, but you see a picture and you go, "Whoa, oh, I should well I should wear these right side up." He's <laughs> <laughs> like,
1: "Whoa, maybe I should wear my clothes like, whoa, that's down. not right." <laughs> uh, all right, let's move on to our show and go segment. Favorite moments of the week, courtesy of at Big Donkey Forty Seven. That's Stephen Shock. And do what I can. Let's begin. Oh, Jake, Jake's showing something. <laughs> Is that you?
2: That's me, upside mid-upside-down man with my <laughs> pants falling off on the field.
1: Dude,
0: you wore hands? Well. You wore hands under your <laughs> uniform?
2: <laughs> whoa, no ads. I, whoa, I didn't whoa. play. Careful there. you <laughs> compressions.
0: Play. Have
1: some respect.
2: Why would I wear compressions? There's, there's no reason to compress.
1: <laughs> uh, I, all right, I, let's I move on. Right. Show and go. Favorite moments of the week. Let's begin with max williams of eastern kentucky who hit three homers against jacksonville state jacksonville state did i get that right I, I think, did i make that up
0: i think you're right i you right? gotta remember that sounds I like whenever i say jacksonville
1: state i'm like that can't be, there's no way there's a that's not a that's not
2: a state <laughs> <laughs> that, there's no way that
1: can be right uh, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna go with the Jacksonville State. Here's what I want to say is that Eastern Kentucky is very fun to watch. I've actually watched a lot of them on the old ESPN Plus. Uh, and Kendall Yule is a name you need to know. He's got 13 homers, and I think he's going to go in the top five rounds, even though nobody's talking about him. So, shouts out to Kendall Yule and Eastern
2: Kentucky. Max Williams three homers
1: in the game is very impressive.
2: Incredible example of we're talking about Eastern Kentucky, like they're a good ball team, but like. <laughs> I have not seen an Oregon State highlight in a <laughs>
1: month. Right. That Honestly, it is, a, it is a great way to put it. Tweet so. your videos. <laughs> Just do it. Uh, Jake Mintz, I know you wanted to mention <laughs> <no>. <laughs> one of the goofier series we could possibly see on the schedule, particularly because it is May, right? If you see this series in March, you're like, oh, okay. like I I'm, I'm truly would not have been faced by it. But because yes. it is May, the series between the you and and the North Dakota State University is one of the stranger series we have, we have seen this year.
2: This is just what I love about it, right? I'm just going to read the weekend opponents, okay, okay. for this program. Uh, for, this is who Miami played over the last month or so. Virginia, three times. FAU, pretty good program. Virginia Tech, three times. Bethune-Cookman, not great. Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh. Stetson, Georgia Tech, Georgia Tech, Georgia Tech. North Dakota State, three times. UCF, Florida State, Florida Gulf Coast, Notre Dame. Like, North Dakota State, these boys journeyed down from their cold perch for a weekend in Miami, middle of the year, little little holiday. They probably captioned all their Instagram posts, taking our talents to South Beach. But (laughs) it looks, based upon the score, that they forgot their talents at home because Miami absolutely mollywhopped them into oblivion. I mean, what and two.
1: like, of
2: course. Wow, that's strange. strange.
1: We can't be, we can't be. What's so funny
2: about this to me is like, you know, you're in North Dakota state in insert town name here. I'm sorry. I don't know the name of the town where that counts.
1: You don't know that North Dakota state is in Fargo, (laughs) which you should have guessed. I should have have guessed Fargo. Yeah. (laughs) Come on. Yeah. I should have guessed
2: Fargo. So, you know, you're in Fargo and it's, it's still snowing on May 7th. Right. And you and the boys get on a plane for a weekend in the tropics. And you're like, well, you know, if we only lose by two on Friday, like we could probably go out. Instead, <laughs> you get obliterated 22-0, to 0 and the game lasts till 11, and you have to go right to bed.
0: Oh, my God. I, I just hope we they pack sunscreen. Because <laughs> going to Miami, it's a win if you don't get sunburned. That's, the Miami sun's different. You
1: could say those buffs got burnt on and off the field. Uh, and, hey, show some respect. They're in first place in the Summit League. So. Hey, they're still a decent team. Don't get me wrong. I know. Not, it's not hurting their conference record, and that is, that's, that's what's most important. The
2: idea of a team from the Summit League going to Miami where the there's nothing remotely resembling anything of a summit. The highest
0: summit in the, in Florida is 300 feet above sea level, I believe. Uh, you exactly. are correct. I spent that's a lot correct. of time on that Wikipedia page.
2: Uh, moving forward. <laughs> Texas A&M has yes. really good ball club, by the way, first of all.
1: They are, they are heating up, uh, and they had a walk-off homer against South Carolina, courtesy of Brett Mitch. And, shock, you tweeted that this was your favorite home run trot of yeah. the year. So I just so liked, tell, us, tell us why. I just really like
0: the way he was bouncing around. You could tell, like, you know, it was one of those things. I watched it, and I was like, oh, cool home run. And then I saw how happy he was, and I kind of smiled. I was like, oh, good for him, you know. I was like a mom watching a Facebook video, just like, oh, that makes he me wa- happy.
1: It was, <laughs> it was a great. It was a great, uh, first of all, a, a big key to any uh, walk-off celebration is how do you come down the line from mm-hmm. third to home, right? So there's a lot of different versions of this. Uh, and Minich, what he executed, actually, I, I'm curious what you guys what you guys think about this. For you, aesthetically, what is your favorite version of getting rid of the helmet because that's become very standard is to throw your helmet do you like the because he kind of went with the chuck it to the side like like almost all the way to first base which looks pretty cool then there's the guys who you could you know you could shoot it like a basketball into you the crowd of your teammates that's an option drop
2: kick break that foot you can drop
1: kick your helmet i'm not sure i've seen that one and then there's just the Throw it as high as you can, right? That's don't the like. other option. So, how do you guys feel about that's dangerous?
2: Throwing play? it as high as you can is like when you take a a bullet, like you shoot a bullet into the sky. Yeah, like, I, oh my <laughs> god! Just because you don't know who the victim in is doesn't mean there isn't one. That's, yeah, that's a I great would.
0: Point. I was gonna say I don't like throwing it up because I remember watching a MythBusters when I was about twelve years old. About this woman who got killed because a bullet came flying down from the sky because someone decided to start a race with a real gun. so i I've always been afraid of falling objects. you, you got to remember gravity is one of the fiercest forces we're ever going to deal with in our lives.
2: so Dude, that is a that's a tough mother's day,
0: yeah, not yeah I, I don't know the exact date of the killing, but that's what <laughs> happened or her ex-husband liked to say, or something like that. but. I, I like rolling it to the side. I really do. I, I think it's I safe. Everybody it knows cool. where it is.
2: I think I, it looks cool. I like putting it under your jersey and then, like, having a pregnancy on home plate. <laughs> oh, yeah, I love I mean, that. I guess, I
1: guess that's the real takeaway. There is much more creativity to be had with the helmet in particular. Yeah. Um, so I just wanted to bring that up. But Brett Minich, what a moment. a uh, and scorching hot. Second. In the SEC West right now,
2: I want uh, someone to hit a walk off and much just much get na- just get naked uh, around the bases. Like if you did that, if you hit a walk off home run and you stepped on home, you know, bare bones, button back, and and like <laughs> well, hold on, hold on,
1: let's keep the theme. Uh huh. Could you pull off upside down, man? <laughs> it's gotta be
0: tough. <laughs> like, oh, thanks the thing. Honestly,
1: are there rules about? There aren't really rules about how long you have to take around the bases, right? Like, if you hit a walk-off homer, as long as you eventually touch home, you could presumably stop after third base, get into upside-down man, and just book it on the way out with, you know, waving your <laughs> shoes in the air and all kinds of stuff. Like, what do you think about that? Your,
0: your teammates are going to rip your jersey off regardless because whenever you get a walk-off, you know, every, every, point. the whole team's thinking, okay, what do his nipples look like right now? So, yeah. They rip your shirt off, so you go upside down, man. What do they do? Just aggressively pull the zipper.
2: Upside oh, down, man, a on a walk off is a me guy move. It's a oh, me guy it's move. Not a team. What but if it's that's...
0: drizzling?
2: What if it's drizzling? if it's wet? If it's if it's wet, it's a wee guy move. If it's okay. dry, it's a me guy move.
1: Okay. Uh, two <laughs> two more two more quick ones. Uh, let's first do uh, Rutgers in Maryland, who because of the rain, their series got pushed. So they played two games today on Sunday. I think they're playing the third tomorrow. Crazy games, high scoring, but the play of the day absolutely belonged to Maryland right fielder Troy Schreffler, who, uh, as you pointed out, I didn't know that, that people knock the, the short fence in, at Rutgers at right field. I think it's the perfect size, I do particularly too. for home run robberies. And it's not that short. Like, Yeah, it's like what, five I mean, and a half, six feet maybe? Yeah, Probably No, it's six. taller yeah. than him. It's taller than it's, he is. I think, it's, I think it's basically, yeah, it's like six, whatever. It's, it, is, it looks a little short, but I love it. I, I think it's great, and it allows for moments like this. Um, so it's an amazing catch by Troy Treffler. However, I have to say that it is extra funny because then he throws it in because there was runners on first and second, and the guy's tagging. And the ball just gets away. From, from the infielder. And it just, it's just a really funny example of like, particularly the shortstop chasing after the ball of like, <laughs> wow, such grace and athleticism. And then suddenly, four seconds later, it's like, it, they fucked up. But the ball <laughs> is like rolling
2: across the infield, and the announcer is like, Troy Shreffler, unbelievable play. And it's just like the ball on the infield. Right. <laughs> it just looks very funny. I, I also love, so you know how like Mike Trout made his iconic home run robbery in front of the Southwest sign. And like people have done the calculations about how much money that made Southwest, et cetera. Oh yes. What yes. I love about this catch is he does it in front of Rutgers's uh years they made the postseason <laughs> sign in the outfield. And it's just a great reminder of how sad of a program this is because not a lot of trips <laughs> to, to the hey, not, hey, many you, you, not many Southwest flights. Not
1: many Southwest flights. But hey we gave them credit. I, I know. We'll see if they, they, they if they end up winning the series against Maryland. But th- this year, Rutgers has been amazing. Maybe they, maybe they're 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 going to you know get, get, get some more, more numbers up there on them. I'm on feeling that
2: fresh paint.
1: Uh, last, nothing nothing
2: since 2007.
1: Uh, last show and go. Uh, we just wanted to congratulate Queens University of Charlotte, who will be moving on up to Division One baseball. We love yeah. it. Uh, We're gonna. You have, have some connections ups. to this program, Shock?
0: Yeah. Right. So uh, their first base coach, Evan Duhan, is one of my really good friends from my time at UVA. He was our team manager at UVA when I was there. He's just a great dude from uh, from New Orleans. He's just a Cajun guy, as as Cajun as they can come. But one thing I love about Queens University, and I hope they don't let the new status change them. Is the fact that their first base coach's dad flies up from New Orleans every game to do like broadcast and also live tweet the game, and he does a better job than most people who get paid to do it, in my opinion. So Queen's better better keep letting him
1: do that stuff because I love <laughs> I that. I agree. You mentioned it uh, earlier this season on a, on a midweek pod about about that. So I'm yeah, glad, I'm it's glad. Awesome. So i for, I forgot this is the same school. So that's good. Yeah, I hope he can still be be running the show. Although also maybe they have some more resources that also might be good. Yeah, but um, let
0: him keep one. the freaking
1: log and damn it. Yes. Uh, now Queens University unfortunately for them, they will no longer be eligible for our final segment as we go beyond mm. D1. Uh, two quick ones for you this week. Uh, first, we just wanted to shout out Nicholas Shouten. Shouten? Shout shoot out. Shout out. Shooting. That's S-A-H-O-U. how you say it. That's how you say it in Wisconsin during Shout Out. Oh, sure. Okay, sure. Uh, this gentleman on Wisconsin Parkside, as D3 fans, we did not realize there were Wisconsin satellite schools that are not in the WIAC. But Wisconsin Parkside went over to Grand Valley State in Michigan, who is one of the best programs in D2, having a good season, and took the series, I believe, uh, against them. And this is crazy because Parkside coming into this game was 2-32. and 32, <laughs> Or 3-32, I'm sorry. They were 3-32. and 32, And they went over to Grand Valley State, and what did uh, Nicholas do? He threw a 12-inning complete game on 132 pitches, which is insanely efficient. Um, 11 pitches an inning. That is ridiculous to do against a very uh, good team. So, shouts out to Wisconsin Parkside on getting their uh, 4th and 5th wins in the season. But the real beyond D1 we have to shout out is a gentleman uh, I believe named Cole Hampton. Hampton. Thank you. No problem. I got you. Cole Hampton plays at Missouri S&T
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Fuck your A&Ms. This is S&T, baby. Science, and, s- science s- and technology. Science and technology. I believe they are Division Two. They, I were playing, I don't know which game. I, don't think this, I think this was against Southern Indiana, but of course it was raining. We had a rain delay. And Mr. Hampton was performing one of the more ridiculous uh, talents that I really have ever seen particularly from a baseball player. Shock, what am I looking at in this video that you said the most important highlight you've ever posted?
0: It it truly is. The dude starts off by balancing a hat on his nose, by balancing it all on the brim, and then it's like, okay, cool. Also, his nickname is Champ, because C-Hamp, which, after watching this video, makes Mm -hmm. fucking sense. So, after the hat, (laughs) he goes, alright, I'll do a helmet. A little riskier, you know, the brim could maybe hit my nose and Give me a boo-boo. Does it, and I'm like, okay, what's he going to do for the dismount? He's balancing it well. Lands it on his head. Phenomenal stuff. Moves on from that to, I don't, I don't even remember what the next was, but he does upgrade to a hand sanitizer station that <laughs> is about waist high. It's got the little Purell thing stuck to it, and he's balancing that on his face. And I'm like, okay, all right, now that's impressive. And what does Champ do? Champ does champion shit. He grabs a pole that was used to weigh the tarp down. I believe it might be a PVC pipe. Oh, I was like, pipe. what
1: is that? That was my question. What is that?
0: Yeah, I think it was a PVC pipe. And he bounces that on his fucking face. Just that like it's nothing.
1: 10 feet tall? Yeah,
0: yeah. it's incredible. <laughs> the only thing that, like, it, the only knock I have against the video is I did not see any evidence of him trying the tarp roll. Because the tarp roll was out in center field. And, you know, he'd he have di- He would have died. Okay. You, would have, you would have needed a crane to lift it onto his face. Yeah, but you know what happens if it gets on his face? It stays what? standing.
2: That's even if
0: it point. crushed him. Even if it crushed him, I truly believe he could be down there dead under the tarp roll. And, like, it would be the most awkward video because everyone would be like, oh, this is very sad. Our friend Cole died. (laughs) But then the tarp roll still standing up, bounced perfectly on his nose. And everybody's like, but wait, he died
2: doing what he loved.
1: Yeah, (laughs) That's true. Can I
2: share something about Cole Hampton? I have good news about Cole Hampton. Yes. Cole Hampton is senior age, but... Just the sophomore eligibility-wise. My Red, friends. Yeah,
1: well, I'm seeing redshirt junior. I think he does have another year,
2: yeah. No, no, no. Redshirted in 2019. Actually, you know what? He might be a freshman. Redshirted in 2019. <laughs> nice. No, just... Listen, 2020 was COVID. 2021 appeared in one game before missing the remainder of the season due to injury. So I think he's technically been on a college baseball team for three years, but is listed as a freshman. Like, he's, like, technically a freshman.
1: Or, or what you mean is he has at least two more years of eligibility. At least
2: two more years of balancing stuff in his face after That's true. the season.
1: So while I do not, I don't want to see the tarp, <laughs> the actual tarp. <laughs> We've got I a lot want- of time to go big. But I do want to see. when he's a
0: senior. <laughs> yeah.
1: God, what a, what a performance. So shouts out uh, to Cole. Champ it is a worthy nickname. Um, we it. always love going beyond D1, so. Thank you for giving us something to talk about. That's going to do it for this week's episode of The Shock Factor. Final thoughts, my good friend Steven? I think it was a fun week, you know?
0: I think there was a lot of cool stuff that happened. Obviously, the guy balancing shit on his face is my favorite because – you guys know me. You know I love baseball, but I don't love it for traditional reasons. I love the weird stuff guys do and the stuff guys are going to talk about the rest of their lives. And everybody on the School of Science and Technology are going to remember this and talk about it for the rest of their lives. And I, I can say that with full faith because I feel like you got to be smart to get into a science and technology school. So, you know, if Cole wants to go on in life, and pursue something other than baseball GoPro and something other than sports I hope it's in like some sort of architecture or some sort of engineer who understands balance because he clearly knows it better than I ever, ever have
1: hey he said S&T for a reason he says he's a majoring in mechanical engineering so uh, sure. we, love, we love champ um, good luck next week uh, with whatever you're going to balance if they are indeed still let's, let's, let's just make sure do they have any more games this year um, I hope so uh, Jake Mintz final thoughts
2: oh I have one final thought but go ahead no I got I have nothing left to
1: say uh, oh their season's over alright so it's a good thing he has eligibility left hopefully we will see him out there balancing again soon uh, here's the last thing uh, see you guys in Omaha yeah how about that I'll see you there pretty cool pretty, cool. pretty we're few, cool obviously still a month out but we are going to be there and we're very excited so um, now you know it's going to be a grand old time will that be the first time we meet Steven
0: Quite yeah, it, it will be the first time you ever meet me, so oh, you're going to get That's going to
1: gonna be – oh, boy, it's going to be a good time. All right, well, thank you, everyone, for listening, and we will talk to you next week on Shock Factor. See you.